anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. Wait, what are we talking about? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm oh. telling you, man, that's it's such a weird conversation now, memory. Let's it is. Do this. Wasn't 10 years ago. I, I got really concerned because I was looking down and I was like, is that button supposed to be that color? Which, again, ironic because we're, t- we're, we're going to be talking about memory. And I was like, I don't remember what that button is supposed to be. So now I'm wondering if I have the SD card in there or not. It feels like it's Uh-oh. in there. Yeah, it's in there. I don't want to try and pull it out because then I'll, I'll lose do you it remember, and start over. Uh, do you remember what it feels like by hand? Yeah, right. It feels like it's in there, but maybe not. Um, so, yeah, like uh, that. So talking about the memory portion of like the adventures that we've been on and everything, I don't have anything like directly going on with my brain. Right. um, Yeah. But mine gets messed up because, and I guess we should do some sort of intro here. I'm really bad at the intro. I'm still bad at it after all these times. Um, Hi, I'm Bob. Right. I don't, I don't think we even explained the whole DT DTTW, which that's going to be difficult for me to say, but it, so the series of, videos that we're doing is we've called them down to the wire because it's basically health issues that, you know, he's gone through still dealing with and what I'm currently dealing with. And it's all of the thoughts and emotions and anxiety and weird situations that you find yourself in when you're dealing with this kind of crap. Um, and for me right now, there is no exit to this. Like, so these videos are basically, I'm going to keep making them down to the wire. Um, which when you suggested that Bobby, I thought that was pretty clever and kind of cool because essentially Ah, when I stop making these videos, (laughs) I'm either going to post a, Hey, I'm not making videos anymore. Um, or I'm just, you're not going to see any more videos, which means we got to the wire and I didn't make it across. I cut, I cut the wrong color. Um, yeah. Red or blue. I don't remember. Exactly. Um, so the, the original show and videos that we were, or the podcast episodes that we were doing, uh, went on hiatus for quite a while because I fell apart and this is some sort of like self-induced therapy sessions that Bobby and I are doing to talk about the situations that we've dealt with, are dealing with, and will continue dealing with. And they, they're helping us. So whether they help anybody else, that's kind of just up to whoever watches these. Um, the one thing that I will preface this conversation with, which I meant to do on the very first one, was we don't have any answers. We only have our personal experiences, right? We're, we're not professionals. We're not doctors. We're not therapists. Um, so, so don't take anything we say for like a cemented like ideology of, oh, this is what I can do and this is what I should do. Like, no, this is just things that we've gone through or our perspective. Um, So if it's helpful, awesome. But by all means, before you take any drastic measures, you should really talk to a medical professional. All right. So we do talk about our, our mental health, you know, status. If you're having dark thoughts, please find a professional, get help. All right. If you're having a medical issue, it might relate to something that's going on with either one of us, but go see a doctor. All right. This is not going to be somewhere that you come to for answers. This is more of like a, a support group of, and it's not really like I was going to compare it to AA, but it's not anonymous. Like we put our names on this, but (laughs) I'm I'm open about my problems. Yeah. So this is more of like a, a, a small support group between the two of us. And then of course, by all means, we're more than welcome to people reaching out to us either through the downright dialectical Facebook page or the email, which is just Matt chat at downright dialectical.com. Like 
you can reach out to us and of course we will respond we'll you know maybe even talk about it on the videos we're fine with that but think of it more as a friendly support group and not a professional page in any form or fashion so i, I definitely I, want I'm, to put that out there i'd say it's like it's definitely not a, a professional help yeah. but it's like when you got a friend and you're like hey man this shit sucks and we're here to go i fucking know i feel you bro that's that's all we are yes yes <laughs> we're a perspective uh, of actually been there through it yeah and uh, so we can relate we're, we're we're friendly comfort without the the annoying habit that people have of one-upism um because uh, I, I i i so i know that we're going to talk about memory but I'm, I'm gonna put this out here because it's something that does frustrate me and it just popped into my head um one of the reasons why i find it difficult to talk to people about my current situation, like the health issues that I'm going through or the mental health issues that I'm struggling with is someone will ask me, Hey, how you doing? And I'll tell them. And then immediately they'll tell me something about them almost as if, Oh, well you think you're having a hard time? Listen to this. I was just like, Duh. fuck off. That's my favorite thing to hear someone. And, and you know, while I was, limping and stuttering and everything and walking around and I had someone be like, Oh yeah, man, this one time I, and I, my, my head goes from, is he trying to relate right, or is he trying to one up? So I don't feel as bad because relating is one thing. Yeah. And when I hear someone relate, it usually comes off as man, that sounds similar to an issue I had right. where this happened, but this is different. You know, then I'm like, okay, so you're relating it so that you can understand it and process it, and you can let me know that you're here for help. But when it's, man, I had this, and then it's just this thing they go off on for ten minutes. I, yeah. When I when you got like a broken arm or something, right, and you can you know that you're just gonna go to the doctor, they're gonna set it, you got a cast, everyone signs it, high five you, move on. Yeah. It's, it's different. Yeah. It's, it's never relatable. Yeah. Uh, and, and so the, the one-upism, it, it just, to me, it's like, okay, well, if you, if you're that bad, right, you need me to believe that you're so much worse off than me. Why the fuck are you trying to ask me how I'm doing? You're not in a position to offer any sort of, you know, stability for me to lean on. All right. Go deal with your shit and leave my shit alone. I, it, it just, it frustrates me to no end or when people try and make you feel better by trying to minimize what you're dealing with. Um, which I get that yeah. that happens with mental health issues all the time because a lot of people want to pretend that, you know, they're fake or, you know, you're, you're making it worse by the way that you're thinking about it. And it's just like, mm, probably not right. This, I can't control what's going on inside of my brain. Um, and oh, where was I going with this? See, okay, th this is going to be part of the memory thing. Memory. My, my brain <laughs> shuts down on me. I'll be in the middle of a thought, and then my brain's just like, okay, bloop. Uh, oh, no, okay, so I, I understand that it happens a lot with mental health issues where they try and just play it off like it's not as big, big of a deal. But then when, when it comes to the heart stuff, when, when they try and play that off, they're like, oh, well, you know, people have problems with their heart all the time. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. A lot of people have problems with their heart. There are also people who have problems with their heart that are pretty fucking serious. So when you try and play down the serious issues as minor issues, it's really fucking annoying to the person that's struggling to live their daily lives because of said issues. 
And so, yeah, when people try and do the one-up thing or they just try and brush it off, it's like, first off, either one of those things, if, if that is going to be your intent in the conversation, don't start the conversation. Don't ask me how I'm doing, all right? Because you don't I, care. So I don't need it. That's like, I, I, I can't say that they don't care. I think what it is is it's a knee-jerk reaction to respond that way. And then sometimes people go, well, everyone's paying attention to me. I'm just going to keep going with this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that might be it, but I, I don't feel like I have enough time to deal with that kind of bullshit. Right. So so if I feel like the conversation is going to be completely unproductive, I don't, I don't need to have that conversation with you. And if that's the route that you're going to take in the conversation, then like either check yourself and walk away from the conversation and be like, okay, yeah, you're all right. See you later. Or don't freak the fuck out when I call you on it and I shut you down. (laughs) <laughs> because I've run out of a lot of patience with that, you know, and that's something that's something that I think is, is difficult for people to understand if they are not coming down to the wire, right. you know, like when you're, when you're trying to, let, let's say you're in college and you've got uh, three days to take care of a, a, a study session so that you can take your exam uh, and you keep having to put it off because shit keeps popping up. Yeah. Uh, that's a completely different issue. Not the same, right? But it's a way to relate to people to understand. You don't got time for this shit. You don't. But exactly, it's just going to keep happening because to other people, everyone lives till they're eighty. That's what it feels like, right? Especially when you're healthy. So when you're looking at someone who's telling you, you know, I don't care right now. Like I don't have time for this shit. If you could just phrase it to them, dude, my life's down to the wire. Just fuck off right now. And people could understand that. Yeah. And it not sound like a dick move. Yeah. That would be swell. Trust me. Part of the problem I have with that though is, you know, when I'm, when I'm trying to, when people are genuinely interested or I'm just going through the conversation, then, you know, I'll tell them, okay, you know, the average life expectancy for people who have congestive heart failure is three to four years from diagnosis. Um, But congestive heart failure is vague. Right. That, that's a label that's stuck on the fact that your heart is having some sort of issue. It's declining. There are multiple reasons for that to happen. Some of them are easier to deal with than others. So people get confused with that. But then they're like, oh, three to four years, you got a lot of time. I don't think you're thinking about this correctly. Right. I, like I have a kid. That's, I don't think has someone said that like straight up three to four years. Yeah, you got plenty of life to live, yes, brother. I did get that. Okay. And, and so. Yeah. And so, well, I'm, I'm obviously not going to, I'm not going to put them on blast here, but it's the, it's the whole thing. Like I have a kid that's just about to turn 13, right? Three to four years doesn't even get me to the 18th birthday. No. So it, it's not real. Yeah. It it sounds like a lot of time if you're just talking about it vaguely, but when you put it into context of like the way you should be thinking, Oh, three to four years to live. Fuck. And and then like occasionally I get, Oh, well, could you make it past that? Well, sure, I could. I could get better. Shit like that happens in the medical world all the time. Uh, should I expect to? No. No. <laughs> I have, it goes back to, in order. Yeah, it goes back to <laughs> I have to be realistic with myself. Like, I can be hopeful. You know, I've got plenty of people around me that are hopeful, right? And, and, and I'll, I appreciate that. But for me to deal with this, I have to be realistic, and, and so for someone just to kind of like downplay it, I guess, is really frustrating for me. And then I lose all patience for it. Um, 
And I know that some people, they will probably think to themselves, I'm just trying to motivate you to feel better. Like that doesn't work when the reality is already sunk in. And especially when it's a dark reality, you can't just go, you know what, bucko, let me help you around. Yeah. Three to five years is fine. Like fuck off. (laughs) Yeah. And, And I have my highs and lows when it comes to my mental state. And so I'm very fortunate that, you know, the, the people immediately around me, I can be honest with them and tell them, Hey, just let me be pissed off for a little bit. Like, like, like I, I, I know you want to see me get out of this low. I also would like to be out of this low, but for right now I need to feel this. Like, let me be angry. And then, you know, give me half an hour. I'll, I'll, I'll get far enough out of this low to at least stop making you uncomfortable. And and it's not their fault. I get it. Yeah. Worst case scenario, call me tomorrow, motherfucker. I'm not yeah. into it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, I, I've, I've done that to people. Just be like, hey, man, nope, not fucking feeling it. Peace out. Like, I'll hang up on them. Like, they call me, and I'm not trying to answer it, and I'll just, nope, and I'll send them a message. Not today, motherfucker. I'm sorry. Peace. Yeah, yeah. See you tomorrow. not going to happen. <laughs> you know, I, I, I live with Charles. You know, Charles has been on the podcast and everything before. Um, you know, he, he still lives with me. And we're that far apart from each other. There are days where he doesn't see and or hear from me, but he knows don't go seek him out. Like if he makes an appearance, cool, but he's gotten used to the fact that even though we're in the same house, he may not hear from me for over 24 hours. Now I, I have jokingly, you know, kind of brought it up. Hey, maybe at least make sure that there's not a smell coming from the room <laughs> just you know do a pulse check once in a while <laughs> oh but, my god like could you just like look under the door which they don't appreciate those kinds of jokes but it makes me feel happy um, and luckily for him, you know, Chelsea at least comes home every day. And so like, if that does happen, I guess she'd be the first to find me. Um, yeah. so yeah, the, the whole downplaying and everything like that's really frustrating, especially cause so getting to the memory thing, um, I've always been a conversationalist, you know, we were talking about this before we started recording, being a good conversationalist and having that kind of impact on the people that you meet. Um, especially for people, you know, like us who have traveled a lot, you meet a lot of people every year, you get used to having conversations with strangers because those are pretty much the only people around you on a regular basis. I I don't know exactly what's causing it because I'm not like, because people are like, oh, well, your memory craps out on you as you get older. I'm still relatively young. I think a lot of it has to do with like the, the mental health issues, the depression and the anxiety it's got my brain running at such a speed that I forget shit constantly. Like I'll forget to take my medication or I'll forget what I'm supposed to do for the day. But the one that frustrates me the most is in the middle of a conversation mid sentence, I will just completely blank out and lose all memory of the point that I'm trying to make. And for somebody that prides themselves on being a conversationalist, it is the most hurtful thing about it. Yep. It, it, I, I did this just the other day. I was staring at a, a coworker talking about something and he, he jokingly said, did you just blue screen of death or something? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I fucking did. I don't cause it'll happen where I'm on this train of thought. And then all of a sudden I'm literally like, 
fuck, I'm at work. What are yeah. we talking about? And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, this is a, this is a side effect. I, I just, can you bear with me and just kind of like say some of the words I was saying? And he's like, that's fucking weird. I'm like, just say a couple of them and it'll come back to me. But I truly have no idea what we were just talking about yeah. at all. I don't even know it started the conversation. And what's weird is before surgery, like going through the just crushing things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it would also, when I reset like that, I would have straight up amnesia for like minutes. I don't even know how I got in that room sometimes. Right. And that's what would really like, I would be like panicked for a minute because I'd be like, where am I? All right, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, where's here? And I I was at work. Uh, this happened to me a few years ago. I was at work discussing how we were going to uh, change and have uh, the layout of all of our equipment, have construction come in. And I was laying out all these new paths for some of the signal flows and all these different things to go on. And all of a sudden, I was in the hallway talking to someone else. And he's a friend of mine, too. And I look at him. And I was like, bud, how did we get here? And he was like, what, what are you talking about? You were just talking to me and you just stopped mid-sentence and now you're saying this? And I'm like, blank. Last time I remember we were outside looking at where power was going to go. He's like, that was 20 minutes ago. I'm like, can you help me out? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, well, we were talking about lunch. Do you need some lunch? Maybe that's what I was like, hey, that's a good idea. Let's go to lunch. Bye. Yeah, let's get some fuel in us. Um <laughs> Yeah, it just—it's what the brain does, man. So you can't fuck with it. How has it been working since you had the surgery? So to refresh people's memory, you had the cyst growing inside your skull, like putting pressure on certain parts of your brain. Um, And so, so like, has that gotten better? Oh, tremendously. And the weirdest part now is when I have the when my brain stops and I just go, oh, I can finally like focus and think for a second. I may need like one word out of what I just said, and then it'll all come rushing back. Right. But I don't, I, I don't just appear in another place. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, w- I remember getting there and I remember we're having the conversation, but it'll still reset and I'll just go, who are you? Oh yeah. No, wait, here I am. All right. I'm good. Wow. And I feel bad for somebody on the other side of it. Cause they're just like, what the fuck just happened dude? Are you, do you need something? Like, I need a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've only lost like big gaps like that in my early twenties when I got sick, um, and because I was in and out of the emergency room and everything like that. And I, I again, I think it was mental, right? The 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 anxiety and the depression, and I had, I think it only lasted for a couple of months, where I would have moments where I would kind of just, I, blue screen is a good way to put it. I would just completely blank out. Yeah. Um, and, and then it went away and I didn't really ever think too much about it. Um, but now it's frustrating me because it is a consistent thing. And like I said, I'll just be in the middle of a sentence. I'm not losing time per se, but I'm forgetting yeah. not just words. Like I'll, I'll completely, I'll, I'll lose concepts. And, you know, for somebody that talks about philosophy and logic and politics and, you know, theology and mythology, like all of these things. I love having these types of conversations. Um, And recently I've been learning more about stocks and crypto and that's a lot of information to intake and everything. And so I'll, I'll be having that conversation. And then something that I just learned, you know, cause I've always taken pride in my memory and my ability to learn and, you know, educate myself. 
I'll just lose it. It's just gone. And some of it I've lost and had to go back and relearn. It It didn't come back to me. And it's really frustrating because, like I said, I'm a conversationalist. And when I lose a conversation midway, it's like playing a video game and you're really excited to get through this level and then you die and you got to go all the way back to the beginning and start again. Except for when I lose these concepts that I have to go and relearn, I feel like my whole game system crashed and I lost all my save data. Like, so for any of the gamers that can relate to that, you'll know the feeling (laughs) like the anger and frustration that I'm talking about. Because that's but that's, if I say I'm losing my memory, don't say, yeah, my game system crashed one time, and I <laughs> I know exactly how you feel. No, you don't. You yeah, have this, a general concept. Yeah, this of is the, the closest. My struggles. Yeah, this is the closest I could get you to. Um, but it's okay because I'm the one making the comparison in this moment. Uh, <laughs> so I think it's fair game since I brought it up. It's it's okay for you to bring it up to me. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think that's the closest analogy I can come up with. And, and like for me, memory is so important because I don't believe in a soul, right? I don't believe in an afterlife. I think that our existence is completely tied up in our memories. Our experiences are what have made us who we are. It shapes our personality. It shapes our entire lives. And so when you start losing that, in my mind, like I get that not everyone thinks the same, all right? But to explain how I feel about it, Right? That way nobody comes at me and be like, oh, blah, blah. Right? I get it. Not everyone thinks the same. But for me, as an atheist, who thinks that your entire being is made up of your memories, your experiences, to lose that feels like losing yourself. And yep. if, if I have to relearn man. enough that I relearn it through a different lens of experience, am I the same person? To me, I don't know. I truly like the the toughest thing was, ah, man, I don't want to do this. <laughs> so me and the wife would go play disc golf. Uh, Cause I, I can't do a lot of physical activity. I can now, maybe I can get back to some other shit, but right. I love disc golf now. It's, it's saved my life, but we would be playing and um, we would be walking back to the car or the, the this one time this occurred while we were walking back to the car. It's happened numerous times, but I, I would just have so much trouble walking um, and I would be getting frustrated. And then I would look over at her and I'd be like lost in our, like, were we talking? I don't even have, what have we been doing for the last half hour? Oh, we're, we left the disc golf course. You know, and like I couldn't even relate with her with what was going on. I couldn't have, um, a real conversation and continue it. And then throughout the day, pick it back up and have that anymore, Mm -hmm. which is, um, that's who I am. So when you say you felt like you were losing who you were, um, I was worried too, that she was losing who I was. Yeah. Cause you know, this is why she was with me and has been with me. It's, it's even worse when you start to think you're going to lose, not just who you are, but, everyone's going to lose who you are. Yeah. That's tough, man. You know, if it makes you feel better, you were completely pixelated there at the end. So (laughs) you didn't see it. So this is the exact opposite of the one up, one up situation is I, I, I can put 
so with the mental health issue the like the depression i can kind of check myself every now and then and remind myself because it's, it's one thing to come from me than from other people um then my situation's not that bad like I'm, I do struggle with my memory and losing concepts and having a hard time with conversations now, but I'm not losing myself to that degree because your brain was literally betraying you. You know, your, your body was betraying you. And that's a hard thing to deal with because that is everything about yourself. And it's crazy because, you know, you say you can't relate and that's what's, it's crazy about it because you can relate, but from a different perspective. Right. And, but it's not a, a perspective that diminishes mine or, or raises yours up or does anything about it. And this right. is what I think this show is really about is because we're understanding each other's frustrations and how they both lead to the same inevitable. Uh, yeah. It's a modicum of connection. And, and it sucks to know that somebody else has a similar or has some sort of issue that, that is what weighed so heavy on me, mm-hmm. you know, and to have to know you're going through it. So relating in that way is completely different. And I, I can truly respect what you're saying about it because you, you're right. You don't have it. You didn't have that in the same way, right. but I also don't have the same issues as you. It's, it's different, man. Yeah, it, it's different, but that's what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's one thing to be able to kind of put yourself into perspective, you know? And, and so yeah. it, it doesn't help solve the problem, but it does help with that level of depression or anxiety that you feel when you get frustrated with the problem. You know, it's like, okay, you know, I'm upset, but I can kind of curve that a little bit and help bring myself to a healthier level, you know, by, by remembering it could be worse. Um, and that's why yeah. like, I get frustrated when that comes with uh, like from other people. Um, uh, but when I can do it for myself, then it's more beneficial, which I don't know if that's the right way to look at it, but that's just how I look at it. It's just easier for me to check myself. So, because when it comes from other people, it almost feels like they're just, they're like, Oh, I don't want to deal with this. So like, just feel better. And it's not that easy. Yeah. And that, and, and <laughs> this is the issue I have, right? Like I understand people don't want to get stressed and brought down by the stuff. Right. So if you know someone that's going through something fucked up and I say fucked up in the sense that they're going to be coming down to the wire, know that the conversation you're getting in with them is work. Mm-hmm. Don't come to the conversation thinking, you know, let me get my TikTok recording out so I can show people I care and love you too. Now don't do that. Yeah. Don't, don't do anything. Like, give some fucking work, <laughs> sit down with them talk through that shit with them. Right. Let, let them know that you're there because you want to help, not just let them know that you're there because you want to feel better about yourself for being there. Right. Nobody, no, it, that's yeah. the hardest thing to deal with is when someone's like, so how are you doing? And, and you want to tell them, uh, but you don't want to have to deal with them. Yeah. Fake because they don't trash. really care. Yeah. 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 Okay. But then, then when, you got people who are there and, and they're literally working with you on it. Like, like I said, at work, if I had an issue and I'd get lost and I'd, I'd have memory problems and someone would go, Oh, fish doing that thing again. Hold on. Let me help him out. You know, <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> that's yeah. helpful. Well, because it's genuine. <laughs> Even if it's fucking with me, like, Hey man, you reset. You, yeah. you sound stupid. Hold still. <laughs> 
Well, and that's the difference between genuine and fake. Like, I don't have time for yeah. the fake crap, but if you're going to be genuine about the situation, then I'll give you as much time as I can possibly offer. Um, and yeah. speaking of time, just one second. Dinner ready? Is that what that is? Is that the call to dinner? Ding! Fries are done! Ding! Fries are done! Would you like an apple pie with that? Sorry. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> did you get any of that? I did apple pie, something along those lines. Um, Ding! Fries are done! Ding! Fries. No, it, it, it's... <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I told everyone in the house, hey, you know, Bobby and I are getting set up. Like we're going to, we're going to record for about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending on, you know, how long it goes. Um, and so, you know, everyone upstairs, please don't like do jumping jacks. Right. And then, you know, this won't take that long. I'll get through it and then we can do whatever. Um, and I told Claire, I was like, if you absolutely, or sorry, kiddo, I'll have to blank that or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, um, I told her, text me if you need anything. So she walks in here into the office and stands there staring at me while we're having this conversation and I finally, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to acknowledge her, right? Because I was intentionally ignoring her because I told her that we're, we're doing this. So then I acknowledge her and she was like, I was just going to ask you if I should text you or not. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. I was just going to interrupt you real quick to ask you, should I not interrupt you because I'm going to text you instead? Just let me know. Nailed it. I love the kid. She's she's good, man. I love the kid, but there are moments. Killing it. There are moments where I'm just like <clears throat> uh, so anyway. <laughs> At least I can take some joy out of it. Get a little bit of laughter. Oh my god. <sighs> I'm laughing too much. <laughs> So memory. <laughs> I was just about I, I to ask, say, where uh, were we? <laughs> <laughs> I will say it is glad to feel like I know who I am more often. Like the shit got dark. Yeah. Uh, and, and forgetting is difficult, especially when it's, you know, like you said, it's, you like the conversation. I love the conversation. I love having deep thoughts with people right. and, just knowing that anywhere in the middle of it, I could just crash and then have to walk away from it. It, 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 it brings on its own anxiety. You know, I'm starting to rush conversations and rush sentences to get the shit out just so that I didn't have to deal with that. For me, I find myself and avoiding I have to them. explain it all. Yeah. Yeah. I've started avoiding conversations uh, one because I've started avoiding people. Um, which goes back to the whole self-isolation part. Um, I'm trying to get better at that. I don't think I am, but I'm trying to. Um, and so I've, I've started avoiding conversations, which is painful in general, like avoiding interaction with people. But then when I do feel that hook, right, like I will be talking to somebody and I can feel that hook get in there and they're like, okay, this is like, we're about to go to town on this. And then I'm just like, nah. And I just let it go. I hate that. It's painful for me because I I was like, man, this was about, this could have been such a beautiful conversation. But I'm like, why would I start it? Because a quarter of the way, halfway, three quarters of the way, like I'm more than likely not going to make it to the end of this. And if I'm not, 
if I'm not capable of explaining myself properly, then I'm not having a good conversation and I'm failing at the thing that I love. So I yeah. either avoid it completely or I avoid people completely or, you know, I'll, I'll feel that urge to kind of really jump into a conversation, but then I'll catch myself and just stay out of it because I'm like, what's the point? And that's painful. Yeah. It, it, it really does hurt. And yeah, it does cause a lot of anxiety, which to me is kind of like a vicious circle of, I feel like it's the depression anxiety causing this in the first place. So, and then you just spiral into yeah. it more by thinking about it more. And the next thing you know, what is, what is the, the, the Austin powers? <laughs> I'm fat because I eat. Right. And I eat because, <laughs> I I'm, eat fat. because I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and, and so I, I guess what I look forward to is my weekly dose of Bobby. <laughs> because I, I am hoping to eventually get back to having some more conversations. Um, and I, I, a lot of those are going to start as just like solo. Like I'll, I'll pick a news story that really hits me for the day and I'll try and have a conversation with myself about it. Um, and if I can get back to doing that, then I would like to get back to bringing John in and bringing other people in and kind of doing the show the way that I was in the beginning. Um, I would love to get back to that. I just, I'm going to have to take baby steps. And right now you are my insulation to the world. Well, you're my safety blanket, Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) I I really, that, that makes me feel good. It does uh, personally, but at the same time, I, I, I need you to know that I think you're, you're great. You should just jump back into it. Yeah. I think you, even though I, Taking steps is the best route. I feel like you could probably jump right back into it and be good. So, so here, here's faith. the thing. I, I, I've got my whole setup here, right? Like in the office, I've got my computer, like the PC and the monitors all set up over here for doing the show. And then over here, I've got a, a you know, a flat screen set up with the PlayStation and all that. Like I've got all the office set around this one space. I, I want to get it all spread out so that I can do my writing over there. I can do my gaming over there. And then I'll, I'll still have the, the, podcast stuff set up over here but i do want to change the decor and fix the screens and like i want to put some more effort into this to make it look better so i'll I'll get in the chair i'll get nice and comfortable i got my bottles of water you know unfortunately i still got the vape but you know we're getting better there so i got the vape i got the water i got the roadcaster all set up I'll, i'll have everything completely set up the way that i want it and then i'll look at the camera for about 45 minutes to an hour and then i'll just turn away it's, I, it's, I, it's I like, get right to the brink, <clears throat> but finding the finding the way to get over that last little hump of press record and start having the conversation. I'm struggling with that. I would sit in my garage. I'd have a whole plan of, I would think about, okay, make my first cuts on this, make my next cuts on this to, to make efficiencies on how I'm making something, right? Right. And I would organize it all in my head and I'd make sure I'm taking all of these things into account. And then next thing you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like getting ready to turn shit on. And the first thing I usually do is turn music on. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I don't even want to find a, 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 a song that I would normally get cheered up to because it has something in it. That's going to make me go fuck this. Yeah. You know? And I just, I would just stand in there and then I would walk out of the garage and the wife would be like, you all right? And I'm like, yep. Yeah. Not doing it. <laughs> yeah. I, I've given up on working on so many things because I've, I've, I've lost motivation, I guess is the best way to put it. 
Um, I, I, I was writing almost daily and I haven't done that in months, 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 like six, seven months, somewhere around in there. I think there was one night where I was actually, I sat and I wrote about two or three pages. Um, but I haven't even gone back to that. Um, and, and so it is frustrating. And that's one of the reasons why I don't want to start by immediately trying to bring people back in, you know? Um, yeah. Because, and, and maybe I that would it. be the thing that helps, right? Because, because I had almost completely deleted all of the content on the channel and everything because I had lost all that motivation. I was like, I just, it, it's too painful. It's too frustrating, whatever. Um, but then you, when you reached out, I got that little spark back and then we started doing these videos you know, we're doing one a week, but I look forward to it and I get it all set up and I have fun with it. Maybe that's what I need. But the problem is, is that, that involves like me either traveling to other people or other people traveling over here. And then there's the social interaction. And so like, I guess I got to get over that hump too. And maybe that would be the easier way to go about it. I'm not sure. So I want to jump back in. You know, I just got to find the right way to do it. You could always set up a time. And so, so, so hear me out here. Oh, it's like, we've been talking about anxiety central. Of, no, 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 no. Hear me out. And, and I'm not saying this is the answer. I'm saying, tell me how far off this is from helping. Right. Okay. <clears throat> you could set up a time that someone's going to come over. Right. Right. And tell them, I need you to be there 15 minutes early uh, and sit down and be ready when you get here. If you can't, please don't come because I got a lot going on. And because what we are doing a lot of times in our videos is uh, I'm literally like, hey, man, I got time later today. Let's do this. Right. And it works because I can I usually say I got time and I'm thinking the rest of the day, give you time to set up and you tell me when and all that's right. So if you were to tell somebody that wants to jump in on it, um, you could easily be like, all right, six o'clock Saturday night or Friday night or Sunday night or whatever, right? Show up 15 minutes early afterwards. Uh, we'll see if I can hang out or not. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and you be in your seat, right? Where you're at right now, the missus lets them in the house or Charles lets them in the house and they can come over sit down in the seat where they're going to be ready to go. And right. Do mic check with them, tell them, here we go. Give them five, 10 minutes, get kind of acquainted, do the thing. And then afterwards say, sorry, bro. Yay or nay, depending on how you feel physically. So, and it would let you hmm. almost turn this into exactly what a real host does on the show. Separate yourself from the show and your problems so that you don't, try and dwell as much in that moment right well okay so that, that that is a pretty good system except for one of the problems that i'm having is the difficulty getting through a conversation right e even even in this conversation with you i've had a couple of moments where i've like fuck and i lose it and i gotta catch myself and get back on track um so that that's part of the problem is i'm frustrated with not being able to get through conversations very well so the, it would be one thing to have like John or Selena or Dylan or Brennan, like someone that's been on the show before, someone that I'm familiar with, friends with, comfortable with, right? That, that's one thing. Um, it, it's the frustration in general, I guess, that I'm struggling with. And so I would be able to set that down, but I'm, I, I'm also filled with a lot of anxiety, right? So I, I, I'm, I got my spark back to do this with you and I look forward to it and I enjoy it. I'm also filled with dread and anxiety all the way up until the point that we get on the call with each other. 
Because, because like, if I set a time, then I'm going to be like, oh, God, I've got four days, 12 hours, and 13 minutes before this happens. Oh, yeah. Right? Or yeah. I've got three days, six hours, 18 minutes before this happens. Right? Like, like it, it just, it, it's painful. Right? Because I used to love, like, oh, i got to get everything organized. I've got a plan. I've got a schedule. Like, because I, I used to be spontaneous all the time, and I would just do random things. Like, I would just get a spur in me, and I would get up, and I would go three states away and go do something. Right? No, not always that drastic, but like I would do things spur of the moment or I would have a nice plan and I would, you know, enact that plan. Like I, that was always really comfortable with me. Now, when I think about doing something, with, whether it's intellectually or physically, or I guess I sh should just say mentally or physically, it's exhausting to even think about. And that that is the hurdle that I'm trying to get over. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay, cool. And trust me. Okay. <laughs> one of the things that I think drove the wife crazy, but she also loved about me was that I would, it would be like a Friday and I would literally just be like, Hey, we got, we got some extra money. We, we have no plans, uh, nowhere to go. Do you want to just go drive up into the mountains? And she'd be like, Oh hell yeah, let's do this. Right. And nowadays, if we're if we're even gonna remotely do something like that, like before surgery, I would be like, "Hey, uh, it's only noon. I probably got two more hours left in me, but I want to go do something. Right? What do you think we can do?" And then it just limits it down to so few things that I'm like, "Why did we even spark this conversation? You know what? Fuck it. We'll see if we can do something tomorrow." Yeah, that's how it was. One of the things, and that I get that. Well, yeah, because it, it's it's frustrating for other people to have to deal with our kind of shit because they just want to live life the way that life was being lived. And now this is a massive adjustment and it, it, it's not their fault. Right. That's why I'm acknowledging it's frustrating as fuck, you know, and I tell people all the time, like, don't don't get me involved unless you're fully understanding the fact that I'm going to bring the vibes way down, whether I intend to or not. It's just going to happen, like, because even if I'm having a good time there's a very good chance that I'm going to make a joke that's going to make people uncomfortable because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm making fun of my situation. Right. But that's just one way yep. that I deal with things was dark humor. And a lot of my friends also deal with dark humor, but it's usually something that we're at least one level detached from, you know, and yeah. this is something where, you know, I'll crack a joke and I get them though, because like I'll crack a joke and they'll laugh and then they'll be like, Oh, and I'm like, ah, but I made you laugh first. So just focus on the laugh part. <laughs> like hang with because me on that the laugh part. That was the reason you did it. Yeah. That was uh, the whole reason you did it. So, so it's hard to, to, how do you tell someone to keep doing it? Especially when they're, they're wanting to let their emotions get to you. You know, I, I, I tell people don't overthink I, it. I get it. Don't overthink it. Right. Because if you put too much thought into it, then you're going to make yourself sad. Don't do that. Right. Laugh at it on a surface right. level and let's move past it. Um, and, and cause to me, I need that to be able to just have a little bit of fun with it. This is the outro.